Hey, and welcome into the Fire Me Up podcast. Uh, we got a great episode for you today, uh, recording live in the Music City in Denver, Colorado, and we have a special guest in Atlanta, Georgia today. Um, so welcome to the show, Adele Yunus. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here with you. Yeah, so we're, we're excited. Um, well, before we get into anything, do we have any drinks of the week this week? Yes, we do. Um, I'm drinking true to a Colorado... I don't want to say native because I mean, that'll really offend some people, but uh, Colorado residents. I've got a new Belgium ale from Fort Collins, Colorado. Citrogenic, man. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> that was cringy. Uh, yeah, I told you guys you'd like it. <laughs> uh, Dell, you got anything? You got a nice ice cold water or what's going on? Well, hey, uh, it's, uh, it's Taco Tuesday, so I, I don't know if you guys have a. Uh, drinking a week for margaritas or anything but i'm drinking a nice cold house margarita um yeah okay you got it to go so oh. those, uh, magic city mondays were lou williams frequents well, magic city mondays is more of uh, a water and a hot it's, it's a good place have to go there to relax <laughs> we'll went there to get wings by the way you can go there for any uh extra activity okay it sounds like we got a sheep on the show uh, i'm hearing a lot of ba um so glad we're clearing the air here. Now. <laughs> well, I'm I'm drinking a an ice cold Miller Light in a koozie, um, Miller Light, great great light beer. Um, <clears throat> but before we get I into koozie too, man, I had to peel it back there for a second just to remind myself of the title of my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably drinking your roommate's beer or something like that. You don't even know what it is. Um, <laughs> man, it seems like I'm always the one buying the beer. Why does everyone always accuse me of drinking theirs? <laughs> Hey, I never drank the weird stuff you got when we were at Kansas, but, um, so, so. <laughs> I can't even remember what you're talking about now. Yeah, some, some like lining kugel. You always get lining kugel, something weird. It's a big summer shandy. Oh, yeah, lining kugel summer shandy is awesome. Okay, um, sounds like we got another sheep in the building. Um, so, so Adele, welcome to the podcast, first time on. Um, so just, just a little background on Adele. Um, we, we are college buddies. He was on the, uh, the Kansas track team with us. Um, would you say you're a middle, you were a middle distance runner? Is that what you would qualify yourself as? Distance, uh, 800, 1500. Also ran cross country with Ben Browntown, a roommate. Uh, but yeah, I was definitely a middle distance runner. Not a big fan of the long distance. Okay. I was going to say, Drew, you better be careful questioning Adele on if he was a middle distance runner or not, or, or, um, you know, he'll get offended. Us middle distance guys, we don't like to be thrown too close to the cross country affiliation. Well, you're certainly not a sprinter, right? So I, that's why I said middle distance. <laughs> we sprint the end of our we sprint the end of our middle distance races. Okay, well, I mean that that I guess that is your definition of a sprint, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Adele, you growing up, have you did you always run track and cross country, or did you just get into track in high school, or what was what was the deal there? Yeah, so, you know, growing up in the South, every kid, you know, wanted to play football. And I played football from fifth grade to eighth grade. And uh, I went to the weight room, you know, try to get bigger. And I was playing summer football my ninth grade year. I got hit so hard that I got up. And I was like, maybe it's, it's, it's not worth it. It really isn't. <laughs> True story. And then I was like, you know what? I, I went home, I told my parents, and my sister was like, why don't you run cross country? And no offense to you know, cross country runners, but I was like, that's what it's just. How do I be politically correct? It's just not for me. Yeah. You know? A little soft, maybe? 
Yeah, so, but I, I joined the team and I just had a blast. I did really well. Um, I was able to win track uh, state my sophomore year and junior year. So, excelled there and I was like, you know what? I guess I can run in college. Nice. So, um, um, camps. that was something you know, I want. I'm with you, man. I'd rather talk about people getting their brains beat out and watching on TV and occasionally go to a game than, than have my own brains get beat out. Oh, yeah. Football is my number one love, though. I will never, I mean, I'll always watch football every day, college football, NFL track just happened to be my best sport nice okay so um if i remember correctly you did not immediately sign with ku um you signed with another school right yeah i'm always down at all this hotty toddy hotty toddy <laughs> i had a good coach uh, his name was gavin kennedy and he just recruited a stellar recruiting class and i was a georgia boy growing up and, I mean, he, he told Ole Miss that, you know, he... A fellow recruiting class excluding you, of course, right? Excluding me, yeah. I, I, I joined Kansas. But he went on to go to Wisconsin, uh, asked me to join him on board over there. But I just, I couldn't go all the way over there. There's there's not much to do in Wisconsin. I hear Madison's a good time, but I'm a guy from the South. So uh, yeah. I well, chose to uh, not go with him. Well, Ole Miss, uh, they have a great cross-country team. I believe they won the... Uh... Uh, SEC cross country meet on the men's side uh, for the past two years, so uh, definitely a good program. But I'm glad you ended up at KU. So, um, and I was I never really you know heard about kind of the backstory to that and why you know why you ended up going to KU. But that's cool. I'm glad you did. Um, yeah, well, he met me and he met Logan Sloan and realized it was just a much more fun place to come. Terrible all my life. I learned a lot from you guys, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, you know, we'll continue asking you questions the whole time here. Um, you know, we get off on tangents. That's what we do. We definitely don't stick to the script by any means. But um, if if you could be really good at any event in track uh, or cross country, I guess, um, which one would you want to be good at? I'm gonna go have to go with a uh, triple jump. Triple jump? Why? Why is that? I'm just yeah. curious. Okay, so you know how uh, mid-distance events, you know, you get the crowd into it. They watch you race, they cheer. You go on. Triple jump, you really feel like you're you you're in charge of getting the crowd hyped. You got them clapping. You get, you're staring at them. They're staring at you. You're getting three jumps here and there. You feel like you're really getting the crowd engaged. And I would always watch the you know triple jumpers. Christian Taylor, my favorite triple jumper growing up. Uh, Georgia boy as well. You know, it was just fun watching them compete and watching them get the crowd hype. You're getting hype with the athletes you're competing with. Like it's you're putting on a show at the end of the day. Like, uh, what, what did T.O. say? He said something about get your popcorn ready. And uh, it's just something that I, <laughs> something that I always enjoy. I'm a show. I love having you know. Yeah, I love having a show. Well, I'll tell you what, my popcorn is ready uh, for this podcast here tonight, and, and uh, it's been good so yeah. far. I can't wait for it to keep popping. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, to start to get into some of the meat of the podcast. So, um, our first topic today is going to kind of be centered around the NFL. Um, we're going to give some sleeper picks um, here and there, some teams to watch. Uh, we won't run through every team because that is just. Um, you know, done ad nauseum on NFL Network and all that garbage uh, that's out there. Um, but Ben, I'll start with you. Um, did you have any teams to watch um, that you're excited about? 
um, that maybe aren't you know, the, aren't the obvious I ones. Know one team, I have no idea how these guys are going to do, but I'll tell you, it could be interesting to see the Indianapolis Colts with Philip Rivers on the roster. That's a good one. I mean, I never saw that coming. It, I didn't even realize he was even on the Colts until the other day. Um, so that. That could be interesting. I mean, how old is the guy? The second team he's ever played for in his career, and he's 40 years old, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a big move with 11 kids. He probably had to rent out several U-Hauls to pile them in and drive them across the country. I mean, um, they're probably living... See, in Indianapolis is a long way for 11 kids. Yeah, they, they're probably living outside of some sort of uh, warehouse with all those kids, but... Um, he was probably able to buy like four houses for the price of one of his houses in San Diego. That's though, true. Cost of living. Cost of living. Yep. Yep. That's very true. So, so shout out to the Midwest. Is there anything outside of Philip Rivers that gets you going for the Colts, or is it just kind of you're excited to see what that looks like? Oh, I mean, they've got some exciting receivers in T.Y. Hilton. Um, so, you know, I think that could be an interesting kind of maybe a Keenan Allen, Phillip Rivers, uh, but now it's T.Y. Hilton, Phillip Rivers playing uh, in the Dome in Indianapolis. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're onto something there. I think they could uh, do some damage. I, I don't think they're a contender by any means, but I think they could maybe sneak their way into a playoff here. Um, playoff game. Well, I mean, that division's interesting because you've got Jacksonville who's trading away everything they have to tank. Uh, you got Houston with Deshaun Watson's awesome, but who knows with Bill O'Brien and you know trading away DeAndre Hopkins and questionable questionable moves there. Yeah. Um, so I think that division's kind of wide open. Yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, what about you, Adele? Any teams that you like that? Uh, and it, it's okay if you want to be a homer. Um, we'll, we'll we'll grill you for it. But any any teams you are excited about this season? You know what? I'm not gonna lie. Brownlee, this is not because you were my roommate in college, but uh, something about Dallas this year. Uh, I mean, this is that. I mean, Dak didn't get the big contract that he got or wanted, and I, I think he has something to prove here. Same with Zeke. They threw all that money at him last year. He didn't do well. Uh, you guys got a crazy receiving core. Pretty good defense. I think Dallas might be a sleeper pick. I mean, they got every, I mean, they got a great offensive line. One of the best receiving cores. Like I said, Dak's hungry. Jerry Jones knows how to put on a show. You got a new coach. Uh, I'm gonna miss uh, your boy. Uh, what was it Mr. Garrett clapping and the clapper? The clapper, yeah, that's the clapper. Yeah, the butt slapper. The clapper and the butt slapper. Fits right in there in Dallas. Uh. <laughs> well, so Adele, I'm not gonna give you a high five because Jerry Jones is probably would probably run me over screaming, "How about them cowboys?" Coming over to you know give you a pat on the back for mentioning them. There you go, the Carson victory. <laughs> well, Carson's probably excited too, but I feel like Jerry Jones has a little bit more invested in the team. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, some insider information uh, because you know me, I'm the Adam Schefter of this podcast. Um, Amari Cooper has been sitting out of practice the past three days, so there is some uh, worry that he might have some sort of injury. Um, I don't think it's serious, but. Um, you know, it doesn't sound like it's necessarily precautionary, but you never really know just because Jerry Jones can kind of controls the information going in and out of that. Uh, well, it's a good thing we got CD Lamb, I guess, then. Yeah, but CD Lamb is on a whole different tier, if you ask me, as as far as just NFL production proven ready. But um, I hope I hope Amari Cooper makes a comeback because I think he'll he'll shine this year. Uh, you know, as long as that offensive line can hold up. Uh, well throughout the season, but um, any other teams from you guys that you uh, 
you know we're kind of interested in seeing or um i know i've got my picks ready to roll but um, yeah the other one i've got is, and drew this may be one of yours but i'm thinking the new england patriots oh you're a bum <laughs> i'm interested i'm not saying i'm cured for them but i'm interested to see what they're gonna do <laughs> uh i mean cam newton's definitely a proven quarterback um we'll see it's a it's you know, we'll see if they fit the system to him or if they kind of go with what they've been doing. Um, I think, you know, if he's if he's fully healthy, I think he'll have a pretty good year. It just kind of depends what's going on in the division. That division is normally not great, but we'll see what happens. So when you say Cam Newton's a proven quarterback, are you talking about his uh, proven ability to start controversy or his proven ability to stand up on kitchen <laughs> tables and yell obscenities? <laughs> well, I thought that was Jameis Winston. What aspect of his game are we talking about here? Well, okay. So I, you, I mean, he's he, well. He he is he is capable. So like he's he's been to a Super Bowl. He's had great years, but he he did have that injury, and it it's definitely affected his kind of legacy as it is right now. But um, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, you know, and I think it all it's all going to depend on what Belichick installs. Uh, you know, for Newton. Um, but you know, I won't count him out. But I'm I'm definitely not super interested in that team this year, just because I think I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they'll be your regular uh, Patriots team. But um, two teams that I'm kind of excited about, um, and one has made a lot of transactions as of late. Um, who knows if they'll pan out for them? That seems like they're kind of building for the future. But um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think. Um, I don't think they'll be a playoff contender, but I think I think get, next year I think will be their year if they kind of put some put some pieces in. Um, I think they've got a good quarterback um, that took some big steps in his rookie year. Uh, Gardner Minshew is is a proven accurate passer and can throw can throw deep balls accurately. So I'm excited about that. And the guy just has lots of personality. I don't know if you guys saw his little uh bud light commercial that he did that was all over twitter but uh that was pretty funny I was gonna say, he seems like more of a proven mustache grower and bud light drinker to me hey uh, i mean he's no jim mcmahon but he's he's you know he's got personality he, he had a good year last year i mean he came up in some clutch situations um down the stretch so if, if they get some good receivers there and and if their running game gets going you know i, I don't know that will this year now that they've um traded away that that old guy from lsu i I'm blanking on oh Leonard Fournette. Um, Leonard. They 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 actually didn't even trade him away. They couldn't they couldn't get enough out of him, so they ended up releasing him this week. Who knows where he'll land? I'm sure he'll land somewhere. Um, There's a rumor he might be going to the LA uh, Rams. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. They're not a it, well. Isn't Todd Gurley there? Well, he's with Atlanta now. Yeah, Todd Gurley's gone. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they de- they're definitely in need of a running back. Um, you know, I'm sure Stephen Jackson, the 45 year old Stephen Jackson, would come come out of retirement to play for them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's probably already moved to LA and he's trying out for the team now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So I'm excited about that team. Just kind of be fun to watch um, Gardner Minshew improve. I, I think he's only going to go up from here. And then, um, you know, not to sound like a homer, and I'm not a huge Tennessee Titans fan, but. I think um, they're in for another big, big year. I don't know if they'll make it all the way to where they made it last year, but I think Derrick Henry is just going to have another banner year. Um, I know it's tough to have two really great years in a row as a running back, but, I mean, I've seen that guy in person in the weight room and stuff, and he's just a crazy workhorse. Like, yeah, I think he's going to have another great year. So I'm excited for the, the Tennessee Titans this year. And, 
Um, you know, we won't waste time talking about the obvious uh, leaders in the clubhouse, like the Chiefs and things like that. Um, those are obviously the top, the top contenders. But um, you know, there's some there's some intriguing storylines outside of that. But did you guys have any kind of sleeper? sleeper fantasy picks uh lined up or do you want me to um uh, just kind of roll into that oh okay yeah 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 he uh he's burned me in the past adele he's burned me bad in the past in fantasy so uh, why do you he's think he's a bad miami football team uh i mean i drafted him with the best overall pick this year wow um yeah wow that is a huge mistake um no hey, you know what <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, right? And you got Kyler Murray. People are—they're not going to be able to crowd the the middle. They're going to probably double team DeAndre Hopkins. Larry Fitzgerald, uh, being that guy, is on his last uh, last breath. But I, I really think that Kenyon Drake is have a good year. Well, I mean, so that that division particularly is great at stopping the run. So uh, that is going to be brutal for him getting hit by. He's this. good out of the backfield too. He's a good catch the ball yeah no yeah yeah i mean you know i i like him i think he's he's a decent guy i would never take him ninth overall i think that's insanity but um if you just look at the linebackers in that division i think he's gonna i think he's gonna be stopped all day long by bobby wagner and some of the guys that on the rams and the 49ers i think that's a brutal pick uh (laughs) if i'm being honest with you but uh okay all right all right outside of the box i like it brownlee you got anything yeah, I mean, actually, another division I should say that I'm interested in is the AFC North um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, Ben Roethlisberger coming back this year after being injured most of the year last year. Obviously, you have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you have the Cincinnati Bengals with rookie Joe Burrow, interesting to see how he does. And then also the Browns with their sort of enigmatic group of, you know, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham. And the whole cast of characters they got there. New head coach there as well. Who's their new head coach there again? Oh, I couldn't tell you his name, but it's not Freddie Kitchens or Hugh, whatever the other guy's name was. It's probably some guy. Urban Meyer. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that that was a big. Yeah, uh, that was a big rumor. Yeah, I agree. If if they were if they really wanted to step that program up, uh, you know, Urban Meyer probably would have been the most ideal fit. But maybe he didn't want to take it. I still think. Do Urban... you guys think Urban Meyer could coach in the NFL? Well, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I think he might be okay, but you know, some of the greatest college football coaches have flamed out pretty badly in the NFL, um, at least on their first try. Nick Nick, Nick Saban, Nick Saban, number one, Chip Kelly. Uh, Chip Kelly. I, you know, there's nothing to prove this, but I don't think Dabo Sweeney would be a great NFL coach, just kind of based on his uh, personality and um, you know his soft ACC schedule with Clemson, but. Um, yeah, no. Well, no, I, I mean, you know, I, I like Dabo. He's an Alabama grad, and I'm an Alabama grad, so um, I like him. I just think he's got a soft schedule, and you know, if you can point to any team that's half, half, halfway decent in the ACC, you, you let me know. But <laughs> well, I mean, Drew, based on our coverage of you know the ACC a couple weeks ago, when we were talking college football and the free conferences that are playing supposedly right now. Yeah, I don't think there was really anyone in the ACC that had us excited other than Clemson. Well, well, Brownlee, we had a big uh, misstep there. Um, I, I realized that afterwards that Notre Dame is playing in the ACC this year, so I think that will be the one game to watch in the ACC. That and maybe North Carolina. Uh, 
Um, Notre Dame's traditionally got a great program. They have lots of bodies, um, lots of four-star guys. So we'll see if they, they put up a good fight. But um, they still got Trevor Lawrence. But anyway, I don't want to get too much into college football just yet. Uh, we may have time for that at the end. But um, I'm really excited about um, Jerry Judy. Uh, and I know I sound like a total homer again, but Jerry Judy is the most electric player I've seen live in college football. I mean, he... When I watch him, he looks like Randy Moss streaking down the field. Just those long legs, same kind of stride, great route runner, good catch ability. Um, and he's on, the, he's on the Broncos, so I don't know if it'll happen this year. I think it's a good late-round sleeper pick just because they've got Drew Locke. I can't remember the other quarterback they got um, there. It's I think it's Drew Locke's second year, so he'll hopefully he'll be improved. And then um, I know Jerry uh, Jerry Judy will produce if he if he gets you know enough targets, but. Uh, uh, good sleeper pick. Rookie of the year. Good. Offensive rookie of the year. Really? Yeah, I think I think it's now a. Now with now with uh, the Broncos, the Broncos. Uh, yeah. You don't believe in the QB over there in Denver, Brownlee? You know, I just haven't seen him really do much, uh, if anything, in any meaningful games. Well, that's because really convince me. Yeah, that's because you don't watch Mizzou, and that's understandable um, that we don't watch that travesty of a university uh, play football. But um, he he. You know, I've seen him fold under pressure. I mean, Adele, we were at the Missouri game, uh, what, two years ago against Alabama, and we saw him just crumble under pressure in that game. Um, but Great tailgate, though. Yeah, good times, man. That was that was a fun trip. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's my sleeper pick. So, um, any other NFL topics you guys wanted to talk about or any other sleeper picks? Um, actually, some, some news out of New Orleans. Alvin Kamara has been out of practice for three days. They're talking about possibly trading him because of uh, he wants a contract extension, which he totally deserves. But uh, he's talking about wanting Christian McCaffrey money, and I don't think they want to pay the guy. So I mean, I hate the Saints with every ounce of that, every bit of my body. I hate the Saints, but I want the man to get paid. I just wanted to let you guys know about that. He's a Georgia boy, so maybe he'll come back to Atlanta and take a hometown uh, discount. Yeah, I mean... He's also a Bama guy originally, too, I believe, right? Uh, he yeah, he, he So, the, at one point in time, Bama had Derrick Henry, um, Bo Scarborough, and Alvin Kamara on the same roster, which is just absolutely insane. Um, but he ended up transferring to Tennessee, uh, had kind of an unremarkable career at Tennessee, if you ask me, just as far as wins and losses go. I mean, he was good back, but, uh, you know, Tennessee's been terrible. You lose 10 games a year, you don't get any attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's obviously good back. He was good enough for Alabama to recruit him and um, Tennessee, you know, to, to give him a chance. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know the cap space situation at Atlanta, and I don't – that's kind of boring talk if you ask me, but I know uh, Seattle has a ton of cap space, um, but I think they're looking to sign a defensive end. Um, I'm not sure. Has Do you guys know if Jadavion Clowney has signed anywhere yet? He has not yet. Um, he's asking for about, what, $18 million a year? Yeah. And the market's not there for him right now. Yeah, so if, if he does – if he's – fully decided he's not coming back to seattle then uh i mean i would love to see the seahawks try to try to pick up alvin kamara and, and fit him in there if we're not going to get an, an elite defensive end this season um i know he was talking about going to the tennessee titans not kamara but uh jadavion Clowney. but 
you know, I would hate to lose him. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that uh, Kamara was on the, the trade block there. But, uh, okay, well, cool. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that, that's a good pick. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't go picking Kenyon Drake ninth overall, but... Uh, <laughs> you just see, bud. You just oh, oh, I've seen. I've seen him tank so many times for me in... <laughs> in fantasy football but you're right he was on a terrible miami team so you got to give him some credit um but actually yeah but before we wrap up the senate talk uh the miami dolphins that's an interesting one i love uh fitzpatrick and tua on the same team uh i have no idea who who will start but i love both those guys so i think they could have some success i mean fitzpatrick has caught lightning in a bottle a few times and we all know that that the two is healthy now and ready to go and uh, looking good at practice. So, I mean, I, I guess I'll just ask you guys, who do you think is going to start week one? And then who do you think will be starting at the end of the season for the Dolphins? You know what? I think Tua will start towards the end of the season. Uh, I mean, Fitzpatrick definitely deserves it. Or Fitzmagic, I should say. Um, he definitely deserves it. But, yeah, Tua will start at the end of the year. It's his team. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, he is the quarterback of the future for them. I think Fitzpatrick will will start until things not you know don't look so good, and maybe they do look good all season. You never know. But uh, that Miami I team. I see them throwing Tua in Week One. See what he's got. Maybe he. You know, I don't. I don't wish anything ill against Tua. I think he's a great guy. But maybe he gets hurt. Maybe he struggles, and they throw the veteran in there to try to right the ship. And that's when he catches lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited to watch that team. I'm not a Miami fan by any means, but I love Fitzpatrick. I think he's he's hilarious. I think he's a funny guy. His touchdown celebrations are, are hysterical. And then, you know, I'm, I'm a Tua fan as well. Um, one other team to look at um, is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I don't – they don't have – they did not get Nick Foles back, correct? Uh, they didn't have him last year. Nick is not in Philadelphia anymore. Okay, so it's really Jalen Hurts' job to win, right? I mean, who who is in? Oh no, well I guess you got Carson Wentz. I just assume he's always got some bulging disc. That guy's always banged up. He's yeah, he's always got some. Yeah, Drew, let's not let's not start talking about Jalen Hurts here when Carson Wentz is starting quarterback. Well, I mean, yeah, he'll be the starting quarterback for the first five games, and then he'll have like a broken collarbone. Uh, <laughs> He's he's kind of he's kind of like your guy Romo. He just uh, he's he's just like plywood. He holds up you know for a couple shots, but after that, after that, after that, for over ten years, he was not injured until like the eighth year of his career. Well, he was he was he, he was there. He's been injured the first two, every year for the first two or three. He was there for ten years, but I mean, he it seemed like that guy was getting hurt every year. It seemed like, and I could be wrong. Um, but uh, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not. You know, super concerned about it, if I could be wrong here. Uh, Romo. <laughs> There's an honest thing. That's the first honest thing I've said on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Romo's plywood. Wentz is plywood. We'll see what happens. Um, I like Wentz. I think he's good. But you know, he doesn't hold up the test of time. If he takes a sh- another shot from Jadavion Clowney like he did last year, he, you know, he might be out for the season again. Not that I wish that, but you know, you got to start looking at the track record here. Um, but anyway, we're, we're coming up on the break here. Uh, we're going to cut it to a short break, and then we'll, we'll do some NBA talk, maybe some college football talk if we have time. Uh, what, what made you laugh? And then uh, maybe a couple more questions for Adele, too. Uh, see, see you at the break. 
Hey, and welcome back to the Fire Me Up podcast. Um, I'm your host, Drew Matthews. We've got Ben Brownlee, and then we've got special, des- special guest, excuse me, Adele Eunice uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so we just finished up talking about the NFL, and we're going to be moving to the NBA. And before we get started, I got, um, I, I think I have a score update from Ben Brownlee. Yeah, the uh, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz are battling it out here. It's been quite a series. Uh, we're now in Game Seven, about a minute to go in the first half. Denver is actually up big, uh, twenty points right now. Oh, now they're only up seventeen. Oh wow, it's amazing! It's amazing how that happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it's live. Um, so. <laughs> Live sports. Yeah. Hulu now. Yeah. So uh, let's go to Ben Brownlee on, on some of the on some of the stuff unfolding this week in the NBA. Uh, we've had some some boycott boycott slash protests going on, and then we've got um, some incredible action tonight uh, with the with the Nuggets. So, uh, Brownlee, what are you, what are your takes on what's going on this week? Oh, I mean, it's been crazy. We had uh, games, middle of series games weren't being played, which I think is. A pretty uh, exciting, interesting uh, power move by the players to really um, use their influence and um, hopefully do some good. But obviously glad that they're back playing again, just for my own selfishness and wanting to watch the entertainment of the game. But uh, I think the players are also happy to play as well. You know, this is this is what they do for a living. This is this is their pride and joy, what they do on the court, um, as well as the good they try to do off the court so i'm hoping that um as much good comes out of this as possible but now we're back to watching some basketball as well um and we've got a great game seven going on here between the nuggets and the jazz also the dallas mavericks were eliminated which was a little disappointing um you know being a hometown dallas fan can't really talk about the uh, atlanta hawks very much or the seattle uh oh wait they don't have a team so um, <laughs> oh my goodness We'll just focus on uh, the games that we have to uh, to watch and talk about. Here. You know what's funny about that is Seattle still has as many uh, NBA titles as Dallas does, and we don't even have a team anymore. So what does that say about how you're running that organization? Um, when is the last time Seattle won an NBA title? Nineteen seventy nine, baby. Uh, oh, he was ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> Can we name a single player on the nineteen seventy nine Seattle SuperSonics? Uh, no, we cannot. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, you basically had Dirk, and that was it. Um, I was gonna say, no wonder they left the market. And <laughs> no one knew anybody on the team. Well, speak, speak, <laughs> speaking of Dallas controversy, uh, Mark Cuban has turned off his replies to tweets now because he's been getting a lot of hate, um, just for kind of some of the hypocrisy that he he's going under. But uh, anyway, moving on, Adele. Hey, you gotta block out the haters, man. I'm, I'm standing <laughs> by my boy Mark all day. <laughs> Well, uh, he's 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 kind of under some heat for some th- certain things, uh, just in regards to China, and, and I don't want to get political at all on this show. So, Adele, uh, why don't you give us your take on some of the the protests slash boycott of the NBA and who you like here in the playoffs going forward? You know, uh, with the protesting, I, I mean, I loved it. I mean, these athletes are using their platform. Um, you have LeBron James, who's probably the most influential athlete. Uh, I mean, since Michael Jordan, who uh, honestly I don't think was ever virtual, but um, they're, they're, they're using their platforms, but I am excited to watch the games. And, you know, it'd be weird not to have an NBA season. So they're able to, by leaving the bubble, they wouldn't be able to use their platforms. So um, I, I think it'll be a good, it'll be good for them to, you know, 
use their voice. I mean, you have LeBron James, you have Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, hometown hero from Marietta, Georgia. Um, these players speaking out against injustices and things going on just across the world. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to watch the NBA um, sleeper team. I don't know, you didn't ask me, but Boston's looking good. They're 6-0 in the playoffs. Jalen Brown went to my high school, good friend. They're looking good. That's all I'm going to say. And I am not a Boston fan by any, by any means. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you can't argue with six and zero. I mean, I I like that prediction, and you know, I agree. I mean, I think it's, I think it's good to use your platform, um, just to kind of speak up for you know whatever it is you believe in, and um, I, I think I think it's good. Um, you know, I I think it sends the right message. I think, you know, certain people don't always come come across the right way. You know, in in all facets of life, and the way the way they present themselves, and uh, you know, for the most part, I think LeBron does a good job. Um, and he's, you know, I agree with you. He's the most influential athlete of our of our lifetime, really. I mean, you know, if you think about some of the other people, you know, there's there's some big names in sports. You got your, you know, Tom Brady's and Tiger Woods and and Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan was definitely a, a big influence uh, just as a businessman too. But uh, you know, I think it's good to see, and um, I'm, I'm glad they're back playing. And um, you know, it's exciting just because. You know, it's just great to have sports on, you know, in the world of coronavirus. So, uh, you know, just just something to relax and watch after work or school or whatever you're doing. It's just it's just it's just nice to see some some true live TV that that doesn't involve some drama between, you know, some scorn lovers on reality TV or something like that. Um, yeah, because. Well, right. You know, because uh, I know I got a long fall worth of uh, the bachelor or bachelorette to look forward to. So I'll be subjected to that this fall, unfortunately. Um, but you yeah, know, I, I think it's good. And I love your pick with the Celtics. Um, you know, I've always been kind of partial to Celtics. Um, you know, I love their, love their teams in the late two thousands. Um, and I, you know, I'm excited to see them, um, you know, in this, this playoffs as well. And they've, they've been doing really well too. So, um, Karan, actually, you guys know Karan Toussaint. He's a huge, he's a, are you guys friends with him at all on any social media? He's like the most bombastic uh celtics fan there could possibly be he just he just makes all sorts of uh, troll posts all the time so if, if you don't if you're not friends with Karan um on social media definitely add him he's he's hilarious and i love i love watching people react to some of his posts because uh, he gets people riled up and he, he does it on purpose but uh <laughs> yeah so so who do you guys like tonight uh in this game going on right now well, I mean, based on the 20-point lead that the Nuggets had a second ago when I looked at the score, uh, I go, I like the Nuggets. Okay. Yeah, Nuggets look good. I mean, you got Jamal Murray, who's on fire right now. You got Michael Porter Jr., who's a good player. Uh, I want to see some bowl bowl, honestly. He hasn't played that much in the playoffs. Uh, he's still young. He's put some meat on his bones. But, yeah, it's all Denver in this, in this game. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll probably agree with you. I'm not the biggest NBA guy, and you guys know that. I'm not, I'm not too knowledgeable at the NBA at all. Um, what is that? Because you guys don't have a team. I mean, even even then, you know, even then I, <laughs> even then I liked uh, Ray Allen. I mean, you know, I liked Ray Allen and, and stuff like that, but you know, I never was a huge fan. And they were only there until you know, right about when I hit high school. So I, I wasn't super into basketball. Uh, I was, you know, terrible at basketball. I enjoyed playing, but I was terrible at it. Um, you guys, you guys have seen my performances. I mean, it's it's not pretty. It'd be like watching you two run the hundred. Uh, it, you know. <laughs> but uh, 
but I mean, I, I love the storylines. I have certain players that I like. Um, not super attached to any team, you know. But uh, I, I love a good storyline. You, you know me. Um, so I'm excited for it. Um, it's it's something to watch. But one thing I kind of wanted to get to as we kind of close down the NBA talk was, um, you know, some of the ratings uh, from this season's NBA playoffs and just season have been absolutely horrendous historically. Um, and I'm kind of wondering what, you know, there's there's very little excuse to have such poor ratings in an in an era when we've got the coronavirus people are at home far more than they are out um at least that's how it's supposed to be um and not a lot of competition you know not not a ton of people watching baseball i mean there are but that that viewership's declining too i mean do you see you know personally and i'll i'll kind of do a little monologue here i guess i mean i think you know at least in the united states i know basketball is a global sport and growing globally but i think um I, I think I think basketball is looking for kind of a tertiary s- a star. I mean, I, I know you've got LeBron, you've got Kawhi Leonard. Unfortunately, I love Kawhi Leonard, but he doesn't have that bombastic personality um, that some of those guys in the '90s had and in the early 2000s. Um, but I think at at the moment, you know, LeBron needs a true rival as he finishes out career out his career, or we need you know a couple other players to step up and just kind of battle for the mantle. I think I think that's why ratings are down. Um, I think some of the politicization of of some things and just the era of social media has kind of caused ratings just to dip a little bit. But, um, you know, I I don't know, you know, if I knew how to how to get the ratings back and kind of grow the sport sport more here in the U.S. uh, I'm sure I'd be working somewhere and making making a lot more money than I am now. But it's something to watch. I have a a couple of thoughts on that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. And I think one of them is just related to the times. I don't know if this part of it will change. I think that a lot of people are just streaming games, um, you know, as opposed to watching it on um, cable TV. People are not paying for cable. They're going to bars uh, to watch games as opposed to watching them at home. Sure. Or they're legally streaming them. I think that's contributing part of uh, the ratings struggling. The other thing is I do somewhat agree with you about the lack of sort of a, a dynamic East Coast versus West Coast sort of rivalry like you see with the Boston Celtics and the L.A. Lakers or, you know, LeBron James and like a Steph Curry. Steph Curry, the Warriors were terrible this year with all their injuries. Um, and LeBron's main rival this year has been Giannis. Uh, but he plays for Milwaukee. There's not as many people who are big fans of that team. Sure. Um, and I think that's I think that's been a big thing. I think it's more the more interesting rivalry is the Lakers and Clippers, uh, which had a lot of hype going into the season. But as you said, Kawhi Leonard is not necessarily a guy that's going to talk a lot of trash or start a lot of drama. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I love Antetokounmpo and. Um, I kind of like that he's doing it in Milwaukee, but I understand that that's not going to be great for ratings. I think the New York Knicks have to, you know, they have to fucking figure their shit out. Like, they've been a shit team for too long. Like, it's unbelievable how bad that program has been, how that organization has been run for decades now. Um, Thank you very much to the Dallas Mavericks as well. Yeah, so it's just, you know, they have, the, the Knicks have to be at least halfway decent. And, it, it, you know, you can't just bring in Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony or somebody like that like they tried to do. That's obviously not going to get the job done. I know it's a big name, but, you know, it, it, it was a big name in 2006 when he was actually a good player. Uh, and so, 
you know, some of these big market teams have to figure it out. Like, well, your solution there is not the Knicks; it's the Brooklyn Nets taking the attention in New York City with, um, you know, Kyrie Irving and then Kevin Durant probably yeah. coming back next season. Yeah, but but the thing is, New Yorkers don't switch teams all the time like people on the West Coast do. Um, if you're a Knicks fan, you're a Knicks fan, and you hate the Nets. If you're a Nets fan, you're one of ten people in the whole city, and that's that's your team. And I, yeah, I, you're friends with Jay Z. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you know the Knicks have to get it together. The Celtics look like they're they're building something, which is great. Um, you need the Lakers to be good, and they are. And you know, obviously, you guys know I'm not the biggest LeBron fan in the world, just because I'm I'm not a fan of a lot of hypocrisy, but. Um, he's a, he's the best player. Whoa, 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 that's a shot fired. Well, yeah, we, I, you know, we could get into that all night long, but it's really just, um, you know, how many years does he have left? And the Lakers are a good team, but how many how many years does he have left? <clears throat> and how many how many franchises has he completely imploded? Um, how many coaches has he gotten fired from organizations? Um, you know, the Heat never truly recovered from him leaving. Obviously, there were some other circumstances with Chris Bosh. Um, having to retire from the game, which is a shame. I, I love Chris Bo- Chris Bosh. He was kind of that old school NBA player. Um, kind of reminds me of the Morris twins. True. I, I think you just need to stop right there and just remember what you said about you know that you don't follow the NBA all that much because I just couldn't disagree more with a lot of the stuff you're saying here. I mean, this is just absolutely ridiculous. Oh well, go for it. Hit me up. That's what this show is for. Well, well, go for it. Go for it. I mean. He's gotten well, you're, you're, right now. You're trashing the Miami Heat, and I have to say, I'm not a fan of that organization. Um, I, the Dallas Mavericks faced them twice in the NBA Finals, and you know, I just never have liked them mainly for that reason. Um, but I have to give them credit. Right now, they uh, just took down the Milwaukee Bucks, who is the number one seed in the East, and they are one of the favorites in the East, as along with the Celtics and the milwaukee bucks so of course it remains to be seen what really happens there but i i don't think you could say they've never recovered well i mean the east um, yes, is they a... haven't won a championship since lebron left but there's a lot of teams that haven't won a championship since their best player left well Brantley, they haven't even been close and i'm not i'm not trashing the heat i'm ju- and i'm not even judging that decision honestly to go back to cleveland but he's been puddle jumping for quite a while and you'll never hear about the cavaliers again i can tell you that um, you know, he got that one guy. I disagree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, he got, I think it was just the one coach he got fired there. Um, and he completely made all these roster moves. They lost Wiggins and they made some, they made some good picks up, pick pickups. But, um, I think the NBA is going to have to figure out a way to move forward in a post LeBron era. And I think, you know, hopefully a lot of these teams are thinking about this now. I, I'm sure they are, but, uh, you know, I like the direction that some of the. Yeah, no, there's there's de- there's there's definitely some stars in the league. I mean, um, yeah. Wait, 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 let's go. Let's go back to the Denver Nuggets Utah series. We got two of the biggest young stars in the league. They're playing right now. Uh, oh, I I, I agree. I agree, but but what markets no, let's are they in? Let's, let's talk about Luka Doncic. Well, but but look at the markets. Look at the markets they're in. The NBA traditionally does great when you've got good teams in Boston, New York, Los Angeles. Maybe Dallas, um, and it's been forever I since. I think Dallas and Atlanta are great NBA markets. Yeah, I mean, uh, who was it? Drexler that played for, or was that Houston? That was Houston. Yeah, Houston. Well, he played for Houston and 
Portland. Yeah. Uh, Portland, I would I would say, has some fun teams every now and then, but I wouldn't call it a great market for the NBA. No. I... Uh, Houston, I would call a good market. I don't know if I'd call it a great market. Yeah, so, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to just trash LeBron. He's the best player in the world, and, you know, he stands for some things that I agree with completely. Um, but I think, you know, kind of the wake of what he's left some of these franchises in is, you know, yes... <clears throat> the Cavaliers got their championship, but you know we have well, to start. We have to... when you're a good player and you leave a team, they're not going to be as good as they were when you were on it. What? Well, yes, Usually. but 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 there's, very, there's some exceptions. But Brownlee, but how many? But Brownlee, how many people did he orchestrate getting traded off that team, and how many bad deals are made so he could win one championship and then leave? I mean, I definitely think he orchestrated a lot of people leaving, but I also think that yeah, I mean. A lot of those orchestrations he made were reasons why Miami won two championships and Cleveland won one. Right. Cleveland had never won any championships since basically the, the Civil War for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jim. Well, not they the. They won one. <laughs> yeah, they, the Cleveland sports hadn't won a championship since the '60s. I, I got gotcha. Um But I, I think we need to start looking, you know, past the LeBron era and who we got coming forward, and hopefully there's. You know, some of the rivalries emerge and kind of grow the sport a little bit more back in the U.S. so they can get the ratings back. And I, I do agree with what you're saying as far as, uh, you know, people watching the bars and people streaming and things like that. Um, that, that definitely plays into account. Um, but, you know, the NFL hasn't dipped that much in ratings, and neither has college football. And so I think, you know, hopefully there's a plan for after LeBron leaves, um, you know, as, as far as, well, you know, league-wide. They play less games, so when they play, people are more interested. They play on weekends, uh, and football is just the most popular sport in America. No, I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. But I'm just talking. And every kid in Atlanta, as Adele said, grows up wanting to play football. And, and I understand. I understand comparing apples to oranges there, but I'm, I'm comparing historically as well. I mean, historically, these are some of the worst ratings they've had in a long time. Okay, but... Drew. Let's let's take a step back. This podcast is not based on facts. <laughs> hey, yeah. You know what, though? I mean, you got four stars out for the season. You got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson. There's a lot of players, you know, from pretty big markets that aren't playing right now. Um, I mean, also a lot of political things that are going on may have hurt the ranking or ratings a little bit. There's a lot just going on in the world uh, that may have hurt the ranking or the ratings um, this year, at least. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm a big NBA fan, but uh, yeah. Uh, I, I saw a tweet something about the ratings being down this year, which is crazy. Then I thought about it. I mean, you don't got Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant playing. And then you, you don't have probably the best point guard in the league right now and Steph Curry playing. So, I mean, that kind of hurts as well. Golden State fans are Fairweather fans, so they probably won't even watch the NBA. Um, but, yeah, you got some stars that aren't playing. And you got some political stuff here going on. That may have hurt the ratings a little bit, but other than the NBA, will be back. Uh, Adam Silver is doing a great job. It's just gonna take some time. We got to get back to normal. Yeah, I think I think you probably hit it hit it on the head there. I mean, yeah, you are missing some stars, which is probably gonna, you know, not having Durant and and Curry is is a big deal. Um, but you know, you, you should never lose to Austin P in Central Arkansas in the ratings. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> that did not happen. Get out of here. Yes, Central Arkansas and Austin P won in the ratings. Um, but like I said, this this podcast isn't based on fact. Um, I was going to say, that's, that's such a hot take. That fact is worth, worth being mentioned on this podcast. 
Yeah. Um, anything else uh, from you, Dell, in the NBA, or um, you know, we can get to what made you laugh next. No, just know that the Atlanta Hawks will be back in a year. Just know that. <laughs> You never know. You never know. You know. You know. I know Kansas City is pretty hot to trot to get an NBA team, so you better watch out. Um, uh, so, so Brownlee, what? Uh, do you have anything that made us laugh this week? I do. I do. And you know, I don't want to push too hard on the Denver Nuggets bandwagon because I am a Mavs fan first. Uh, but I did see something about Jamal Murray and the Nuggets. Jamal Murray is a pretty funny guy. Uh, he's made me laugh a number of times. And I don't, I mean, this wasn't him specifically that made me laugh, but it was a tweet or a meme on Instagram. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was just a picture of Jamal Murray and uh, a separate picture of his girlfriend juxtaposed in the meme. And it said, Jamal Murray heard his girlfriend could come back to the bubble if they make it to round two. So he started going off because <laughs> Jamal Murray's been playing out of his mind. <laughs> And we'll just say his girlfriend was relatively attractive, so I think the meme was implying that he might have been missing her a little bit, and so he stepped up his game. <clears throat> yeah, way to cover your bases there by saying relatively attractive. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll just let you guys go look up the meme for yourself, because uh, that'll just answer the question right there. I'm going straight to his Instagram to find out what you Yeah. Um, Adele, do you have anything this week? I know uh, you weren't really prepped for the segment, but... Um, do you have anything that made you laugh this week? Yeah, um, I don't know if this is that funny, but uh, on full send, actually, I found uh, a video of a young gentleman that had a shark attached to his nipple. Uh, and the guy did not look like he was screaming or in pain. He was walking up on the beach, and there was about 20 people crowding him trying to take the big shark off of him. Uh, and I was like, well, there's no blood, so can't do that hurt. But uh, it's pretty funny. The guy made his He's probably hammered out of his mind. I was going to say, did this gentleman appear to be drinking? Oh, yeah, he was on full set Instagram page, so I'm pretty sure he had a couple of uh, cold ones. He had, a, he had a beer of the week that he was fond of. <laughs> yeah, he was drinking a couple of good old Ronas. That's funny. <laughs> he won't be at the beach much longer with those Ronas. Yeah, I have not seen that one. i got to look that up after this and <clears throat> get a chuckle in. Um, I had one this week that was pretty funny. Uh, you know, I gotta give credit Barstool Bama. Um, they posted a video, and it, <clears throat> this is not political at all, but it was. Uh, are you guys familiar with LSU's basketball coach being under investigation by the NCAA at all? No, I'm not. But I'm also uh, not surprised. Yeah, some. Uh, who was it? Our buddy from Philadelphia, his father, isn't it? Simmons. Uh, yeah. No, I think it is. Ben Simmons. I, yeah. Yeah, I think it started with Ben Simmons. Yeah, so so Will Wade is the coach at LSU, and the tweet is from Barstool Bama, and it says, uh, you know, Will Wade, uh, Will Wade running his program, and it's it's this video of Trump signing an autograph, and he hands it to the guy, and he goes, "Here, there you go, sell that on eBay, ten grand tonight." Um, but yeah, no, so, um, you know, we're not endorsed by Barstool or Full Send or any of these things, but, um, you know, go check out Barstool Bama, Full Send, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it, you know, it, <clears throat> it lightens the mood, you know, um, I know we got coronavirus going on. Some places are still shut down. Some places are open. Um, some people are working from home still. And, uh, so get a good laugh in. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, one question I like to ask all our guests, um, and if you don't, 
if you don't have something right off the bat, I got a, I got a, uh, you know, um, good memory. But uh, what, what was your favorite memory um, at Kansas while you were there? It could be on the track team. It could be just hanging out with the buddies. It could be anything. Favorite memory at Kansas? Uh, I'm gonna have to say probably watching the game at Duke or as the Bull uh, would be Duke. Uh, Frank Mason, I think he scored the last ten points. Uh, and just went in. Uh, you may have been at the bowl with me. Yeah, I, just, I wouldn't I be surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm trying to think of what year that was because I remember watching a huge Duke. Are you talking about the NCAA tournament game? No. This was the beginning of the year, maybe. In New York, remember how we used to have that classic showdown? Yeah. Oh, the early season game. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Adele doesn't remember if I was there, and Brownlee doesn't remember what year it was. So clearly, well, we played Duke several times. Clearly, clearly. Clearly, there was a lot of drinks had. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the drink of the week right there. The Bruce Bowl from the Bowl. Shout out to the Bull Eagles. Yeah, if you yeah. want to immediately get the spins, go for that. You can even choose blue or red. <laughs> oh, you do both. I, I get two one of each. One of each. And, uh, start my words. Forget where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Adele always gets the droopy eye. And when he's got the droopy eye, I know it's time to head on out uh, because. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I remember being with you. I believe Matt Sandoval was there, the classic crew. Um, I think I think Brownlee was probably there too. Um, but that yeah, that was a great game to watch at the bowl. I love watching a good away football or basketball game at the bowl. That was fun. Um, but cool. Anyway, Adele. We, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast, uh, Brownlee. Um, you did a tremendous job as always, um, especially filling us in on the NBA talk and giving me some good heat, some good Stephen A. Smith and uh, uh, Skip Bayless uh, heated exchanges about NBA ratings. Um, uh, hey, shot- there ain't no heat. I don't know why anybody's <laughs> listening. So yeah, I mean, sure it's hot out here. the show. I, mean, I just want to say I appreciate y'all having me on here. Um, Bob Chot, Go Dogs. And- you know what I might have to say? Uh, roll damn tide. Yeah, roll damn tide and rock chalk. I, I love it. Are you um, about to say go dogs and roll damn tide and hotty toddy all in the same hour long podcast? He, he's covering yeah, his bases. They might, they might kill me for saying that, but they don't know how I look. <laughs> 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 Adele is literally playing the field of college sports. We'll just say that. Yeah, he, he's got he's got you know he's got friends, connections, and things like that. Uh, you know, I, I can see how he roots for some of those teams. I, I think he's a North Carolina fan, too, when it comes to football. Yeah, I got a good buddy, Alan Artis, that played linebacker there. Yep. So Shut- I'm sure for the familiar. Drew made me a Bama fan. My dad went to UAB, so he became a big uh, Bama fan. And I was a Georgia boy, so I'm yeah. loyal to the people that uh, I love uh, know that are around me. The yeah. That they yeah. Except the Patriots. I'm glad to hear that you love me and that your dad's around you. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, thanks for coming on. We've we've had a good good trip. Um, quick last shout out before we wrap it up here. We're coming up on time. Got a hard out here. Uh, shout out to Austin P in, in Central Arkansas uh, for bringing college football back. Uh, we are officially back, baby. Um, you guys know I get excited about that. But uh, that was a fun game with a touchdown on the first play from scrimmage, seventy five yard touchdown run. Um, so shout out, 
shout out those two teams for getting us back into the action. I know we're excited about it. And Adele, we will have you on again, um, you know, sooner rather than later. I, I know we've got some other special guests coming up that are, are excited to be on. So um, thanks for the time and fire me up. <laughs>